Hello, folks, and welcome to The Bend. I am filling in for your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck, who is home, by the way. She's, she's home here and, and safe and, uh, and doing better, but still a little bit under the weather from her last little, little bit here in the hospital. I tell you what, she has absolutely been through the ringer, and, just, and she said, you know what, honey, could you, could you just take over my show one more week? I'm exhausted, I'm tired, and I need the rest. So, dear, we are all pulling for you, as always, and I am running the big rig. In fact, I'm in charge now. She says, nope, not not even close. Sit back and enjoy the news. She has put together some of her news clips for you, though. Here's what I got for y'all. Heading to Virginia, where they will hold their first-ever managed elk hunt this fall. The hunt will take place inside the state's elk management zone, which includes all of Buchanan, Dickinson, and Wise counties. The special season will run from October 8th through October 14th. Five, five, got it, five antlered elk tags will be made available to the hunting public, and these tags will be distributed through the inaugural Virginia Elk Hunt Lottery, where both resident and non-resident hunters can apply for the lottery anytime between February 1st and March 30th. Hunters in Virginia have been able to legally harvest elk during deer season since the year 2001, but this coming fall is the first time that the Virginia Department of Wildlife Resources will hold a managed elk hunt in the state. She's rolling her finger at me to keep going. Now heading to Georgia, an Alabama man who landed a giant bass recently on a fishing trip in Georgia has broken the state record that stood for nearly 45 years. Jason Matthew McHorter caught the 8-pound, 5-ounce bass on the Chattahoochee River near Columbus and the catch beats the previous Georgia record set back in 1977. This one was a shoal bass. Now, for the sake of comparison, the International Game Fish Association lists as the world record to be an 8-pound, 12-ounce shoal bass, where Joseph caught the 8-pound, 5-ounce shoal bass. She just gave me a thumbs up for the news. Now, have y'all heard of the SHOT Show, the Shooting, Hunting, Outdoor Trade Show? It's the nation's largest professional event for sport shooting, for hunting, the outdoor industry. And they just recently had their annual event in Las Vegas. And we have had a number of friends head to Vegas over the years for the SHOT Show. And I tell you what, I would absolutely love to attend, as I would imagine a number of you would as well. But it is not open to the public, uh-huh. So I caught up with J.W. Jones, a pro staffer with Alpin and Bresser Optics, for an update. J.W., hey, thanks for taking a little time for us and, and for catching up with us. What was the show like, attendance and all? You know, attendance, again, like I said, it was downs. But in a way, for us in the booth, it made it a little nicer because we could sit down with a rep or uh, a store like Costco or Sportsman's Warehouse and have that one-on-one conversation and not be pulled in 12 different directions but all in all for us it was actually a pretty good show because we got a lot of that one-on-one time sure and got and and had those meetings and got to talk about our product and our our new line of stuff that has come out you know the shot show as i said the the sporting hunting outdoor trade show is what it stands for what is the feeling the mindset is the words i'm looking for of those people that attended shot show is it we're tired we're, we're frustrated we're, 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 we're tired of uh, the separation we're tired of the pandemic we want to establish a new normal is there optimism where 
right now it is what it is, but we have to go forward. We have to be progressive and and uh, versatile and adapt to a new normal. So what is that mindset of people that are that are coming through there? Well, first and foremost, people were like, most people that we talked to were like, thank God SHOT Show's back. We didn't have a SHOT Show last year. So a lot of people are, are back, but with the pandemic and unfortunately politics, but as an industry and all the people that are here, we're getting together and really putting a lot of that aside and let, not letting politics win and, and doing our jobs and getting product out. And, you know, our law enforcement guys are here getting what they need and our military and we're getting to talk to all those guys and trying our best to put all the political and pandemic stuff aside. And we are optimistic that this is going to change and go away. And, you know, next year's SHOT Show will probably be even better. And on down the road, we're looking at getting back to whatever we call normal. So can you tell us, and maybe you didn't have the chance maybe to to snoop around, because people have said SHOT Show is enormous. And they say even though it's, you know, three, four, five days, you can't see it all. I think in the three days, I mean, it's just, it's so darn enormous. And if you're like me, you know, I got to talk to everybody. So I don't know, J-Dub, if you had a chance to to go and look at some of the other cool stuff, but can, can you give me a, this is new, what's coming out for 2022, and this is about the coolest thing that you've ever seen? Or were you stuck at your booth and you just couldn't get out to see the latest and the greatest? Most of the time I was stuck in my booth, but you, you can't see all of this if you tried because we're in the Venetian, the old Sands Convention Center. Across the street at the other hotel, they opened up that convention center too. So this convention center is two stories, full of booths. That one is one story, full of booths. I, I don't even know how you would see everything. Dodge's latest pickups here. It's pretty nice of all the things you can add on it. There's new optics products that are coming out and they're really great. And of course, you know, all the gun manufacturers are here. So there are every gun on the planet and all the new stuff. <laughs> so I got to see a little bit, but. So is it the, the products that are there and to be promoted and pushed? Are those the products that will eventually be some of them anyway, be to us on a retail basis? So some of the stuff that you saw will eventually make its way that I will be able to go to my local sporting goods store and be able to purchase said rifle um, optics, those sorts of things. Yes. Yeah, so like okay. uh, in the uh, Alpen booth where we just unveiled the news binocular rangefinder, it will be able to be ordered from our website and our stores that we're in, in June. So a lot of people bring the new products and show them off here, even though those shows before this, they bring it to shot and unveil it here because there's so many people and there's so many dealers and that sort of thing that they bring it here to unveil it because it's going to get so much traction. This industry is so great. So many great down to earth people, just like on your side, the cattle people and the, and the horse people in rural America take care of each other so much. Most every vendor here and our dealers and everybody, like I said, we, we, we've tried our best to put the pandemic and politics aside and we're helping each other and trying to get our products out. We're doing so much as a community. That part has been super positive. We're all getting together as a great big community and trying to work for one common goal, which is conservation, 
hunting, getting, getting kids, more women, all of that into the woods. And, and so that part has been super positive, and, and I've really enjoyed that, and meeting amazing people. J.W., Jason Jones, hey, we appreciate the update. Yeah, really, really, really want to get out there for a day or two next year, keeping our fingers crossed. But for now, up next, we talk never losing your gear or your crew again. Stick around. The Bend will be back right after this. We've all probably been in a situation where we needed to make a phone call and couldn't because we didn't have signal or reception. We couldn't get a text out, a message, nothing. It can be downright scary when it feels like we're cut off from the world and a person needs to be located or we need to locate someone. That's where Atlas Tracks comes in. Atlas Tracks owner, Carolyn Stash. It's called Atlas Tracks. We handle GPS trackers. We recently added safety products, so life rafts and satellite phones and all marine electronics. So it's beacons, safety gear, tracking devices that I can use anywhere? No, absolutely. It's everywhere. I have personal beacons that people take hiking. I take mine skiing. Guys are taking them backcountry in Montana. So I do have people going deer hunting for days. They'll take them on their ATVs. But it's for every outdoor adventure, sport, needing to be located when you're out of cellular range. Head to Atlas Tracks com. That's tracks with an X. Atlas Tracks. Last year, we got to meet Rob, Todd, and Jason, the crew from Wobbolo Creek Outfitters, and hear about their hunts. So, Rob, what can we expect on a hunt with Wobbolo Creek Outfitters? We're a family-style hunt. We have bunk rooms where there's twin beds in every room. We can accommodate up to about 12 people. We have plenty of showers, plenty of bedrooms. All your bedding is included, all your food. Most people who come and hunt with Wobble Oak Creek Outfitters, you come as a client, but you kind of leave as family. And most of our hunters have come back five, six, since we've opened and hunted with us every year. Sure, they want you to have a hunt of a lifetime, but it is more important for Wobble Oak Creek Outfitters to have a personal connection with each person. Book your hunt today. Head to WobbleOakCreekOutfitters.com. That is W-E-A-U-B-L-E-A-U, Wobbleo, located in southwest Missouri for your next turkey or whitetail hunt. And don't forget, be sure to tell them Beck from the Bend sent you. Welcome back, everyone. For some, this is a great time of year. They're skiing and they're snowmobiling, wintertime activities. And Beck told me to give Carolyn Stash with Atlas Tracks a shout and Talk about her asset tracking devices and how many that are venturing out are using them on the slopes and the backwoods and the backcountry, and, and they're helping a lot of different people. But lo and behold, a whole lot more came out as I started to visit with uh, with Carolyn. Now, I've got Carolyn on the phone with me right now, and to start us out, well, thank you for being with us, by the way. Um, why did you start? this up this this company why did you get into the asset tracking device business so i started atlas tracks because down in south florida the boat theft market is huge and you cannot get insurance on a vessel did you say did you say boat theft market boat theft oh there the boat theft market in south florida is amazing and Tigger, as a matter of fact, there was a 39-foot boat stolen out of the Bahamas with four engines and a tower what? last week 
with no tracking device, and it disappeared at 1 o'clock in the morning in the Bahamas. Okay, hold it's on. Gone. Hold on. We aren't talking about skiing no more. Are we talking pirates type of deal? I'm sorry for my ignorance, but are we talking pirates right now? We are talking boat theft and pirates and, <laughs> and stolen vessels. And they can make a 40-foot boat disappear in the middle of the night. What they'll do is they'll steal it, take it to a remote island in the dark, cut the engines off, take every screw out of it, take every electronics and totally leave the hull on the beach and sell everything. It's like a, 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 like a chop shop. Think about like a car chop shop. Oh my goodness. And this, so now this particular boat was a customer that said, uh, not a customer, a gentleman said, no, I don't need a tracker. This is a very safe Island. And his boat, albeit was stolen last week and never recovered. That's about a million dollar loss. Oh my gosh. So with Atlas tracks, you know, obviously it's, it's a GPS signal. Is it, something that is once you activate it, that it's on all the time. Is that how that works? Great question. So basically it's very small. It's only two inches by three inches. I program the device based on what it's going on. So when a boat moves, it'll start sending alerts to the customer by text or by email every 10 minutes. So that way, you know, with a link to a map, if that boat is moving or is it stationary, when the boat stops it, it for five minutes, it goes back to rest. So say, for example, I am hiking or I'm walking, I'm going to program that tracker for every two minutes, meaning if I'm walking in the woods, I'm hunting, I'm on a snowmobile, then every two minutes, someone will be able to track me. But in the South Florida market, why I started the company was because the boat theft market was it's amazing. People will get on your boat in your backyard and steal your electronics with cameras in your backyard. So from what you're telling me in terms of boat theft, it was just kind of natural for you to go into whatever type of tracking market that you want. We just kind of use that because I know you and Beck have talked about skiing, for example, and hiking and getting lost in, in the wilderness. But it can be used for, honestly, absolutely anything. Absolutely anything. I had a gentleman call me last week who had a dump truck stolen out of his uh, his chain fenced yard, and you know he'll probably never get that back. And when when I was talking to Beck Becca last time I was on the show, sure we have a huge market. We have over a thousand trackers on snow groomers right now that are going through Wyoming, North Dakota, um, South Dakota, Idaho, uh, Washington State has over seventy trackers. And what those folks do is go out in the nighttime and groom the snowmobile trails and the alpine trails. And, and there's no, as you know, in your area, there's no cellular signal. So how do you know if these things break down? Mm -hmm. And we actually had a guy drive through a lake one time and wow. he was able to get off the device before the, the snow groomer sunk, but they were able to determine that he wasn't moving anymore. And they sent, they were able to determine the latitude and longitude and sent out a search party for this gentleman who was now standing you know on the side of a lake with his uh, snow survival gear on and the groomer was in the uh, sunk in the lake oh my gosh so is there a a way that uh, let's say there's a i'm going to use beck for example when she goes elk hunting with her crew in montana is there a way that everybody can be linked up together so when they all go in opposite directions and they end up two or three miles from each other can they access one another or a way of, of, of tracking one another? You know, how does that work? That Can you form a group per se? 
That's a very good question. So what normally happens is they can select, the person can select the text messages or emails of whoever they want to get those notifications. So let's say Beck is walking around every five minutes, um, then anyone at home or with her group can see exactly where she is with a link to a map, a latitude and a longitude. And what's really good for search and rescue is um, you can give a user ID and password to family members that might still be home and they can log on and see what direction she's going, what speed is she going, uh, how many miles is she from a certain road, all of that safety information. And I'll tell you, this coming Thursday, I'm going out to Colorado to go skiing at Breckenridge, and I'm taking mm -hmm. a tracker with me because for two reasons. Number one, I want people to be able to find me if I'm you know, not available by cell phone. But I also want to get some really cool statistics on how many miles a day did I ski, how many times did I go up and down that chairlift. Um, how many hours was I out today? Because if I'm continually moving, the tracker is going to still be awake and say, okay, she's still going for 10 miles or 20 miles or 30 miles. So it's fun just for details to see how many miles we really are going to end up doing a day. But for overall safety, I could put it right in my pocket and take it with me. Now, what happens if somebody gets buggered up and they're not moving and now it's not transmitting every every few minutes the movement and the location. Somebody gets buggered up, or it's late at night and you're lost from the group. And by golly, survival uh, kicks in, and you got to hunker in. I'm thinking too in terms of you know where we we live uh, when we are constantly faced with uh, you know blizzards and we have to travel with winter survival gear. And I've been stranded you know three times now in the winter, and it's no fun. So can you program the device? where if there isn't movement, that there's going to be some notification too? Great question. So what happens is after the device stops for five minutes, that will be the last location it is. So if anybody has your user ID and password to log onto the map, they'll be able to see within five feet of where you are. So we can do satellite overlays. Someone could choose a map view if you're on in your car and see exactly where on the highway you might be, well, you know, um, as far as how many miles from an exit ramp. So the, the great thing is once that tracker stops, you know, again, whether you're stranded on one of these ice storms that we saw up the East Coast not too long ago, uh, or she's hunkered down in a, in a tree stand or anything like that, you'll be able to see exactly within four feet where she is. The implementations are endless. The scenarios are endless of how it could be used. Well, you're, you're right. And here's the other thing. We could even use our trackers, get this, to have sensors on them, meaning I have folks that have uh, cabins, hunting cabins. They'll take one of these trackers that are battery operated, put a door sensor on it, like a standard home security door sensor. They'll know if somebody opens their front door to go to, to get to let themselves into their cabin when they're not there. They'll know with cable wraps, small little cable wraps, if someone's out taking the trailer with the ATVs because there's a small 60-foot micro cable in the wheel well that gets broken whenever they try and steal it, and they'll be notified when that moves. So it's, it's you know, the, whatever something moves, whether it's a person or you're out hunting on ATVs, whether it's your gear, your ATVs, your farm equipment getting stolen. So the days of leaving a note on the fridge or the kitchen table could be coming to an end or at least slowing down. Well, and here's why, because most people worry, right? So let's say in the boating industry, if a guy says, I'll be home or we'll be home around five or six o'clock at night, and they stumble upon a weed line or something amazing they want to fish, now they're you know not paying attention to their cell phones. Now someone from home can log on and say, okay, they're 10 miles offshore. Um, you know, the, I know they're all right. They seem to be headed this direction. 
they're just a little overdue and they got preoccupied. Same, same when you're out there working the ranches or you're out skiing. Obviously, you can't, you're not with your phone all the time. Or if you're snowmobiling or you're hiking or hunting, your phone's in your pocket in a Ziploc bag until you stop and you take it out and you see if you have a cell phone range. And if you don't, then you can't get a hold of your family. And we do everything. We do satellite phones. We do Wi-Fi hotspots that are small enough to hold in your hand now. Anything safety equipment, personal beacons that are two-way communication devices that you can actually text home and say, hey, I'm okay, I'll be home soon. So you can do canned, you know, your canned messages. And the great thing is satellite service is so affordable now. Um, we can do, we can set customers up with local phone numbers, satellite phone numbers, meaning if you get a call in or a text in, they're now free. And that wasn't like that in the past. In the past, satellite service was so expensive. It was, it was just unreachable for a lot of folks. So a combination of trackers, and communication devices is just so critical when you're doing this backcountry fishing or even duck hunting. I mean, there's so many adventurous sports that we like to go out and do and put your phones down. At least people can, if they worry about you, they can find you if they need to. Carolyn, any last words before we wrap it up? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, if anybody wants to try a tracker, I'm happy. I rent them out. Um, I'll let people take them on a weekend. If there's anybody that's going to do a hunting trip or a ski trip that just wants to be safe, I'm happy to send them out to someone, just return the, uh, you know, pay for the freight back. Uh, the trackers are less than $500 to buy, and the service is about a buck a day. You can't beat that for safety. Carolyn Stash with Atlas Tracks. Thank you so much. Now, for more information, just head to atlastracks.com. That's Atlas, T R A X. Dot com. Now hang with us, crew. Some final thoughts and a wrap when we come by. The hunt is planned. The guide is booked. The trip is blocked off in the calendar. But one huge detail remains, preserving that trophy, creating a memory that will last a lifetime. Little Rack Taxidermy has that fast, friendly service to fulfill your taxidermy in a timely, professional manner. Reach out to Heather with Little Rack Taxidermy through Facebook at Little Rack Taxidermy or send an email to heatherjoe23 at hotmail.com. Little Rack Taxidermy, bringing back the natural look. Shooting ducks, skinning bucks, I'm a hunting princess in a pickup truck. Hey, we've made it through the holidays, and here in 2022, it's time to look forward to using those grills and smokers that you got for Christmas. Don't forget to head over to mickeysmustard.com. That's M-I-C-K-E-Y-S mustard.com. Add a little mustard on your chicken, your turkey, your fish, deviled eggs, smoke it, bake it, toss it, swirl it. You can have Mickey's mustard with just about anything. Check us out for your upcoming spring grilling season. Mickey'sMustard.com. And checking in with the Ben Field staffers, this is Travis Teal with Buckstorm. Hey, Beck and Tigger, this is Travis from Buckstorm out in South Dakota. Just checking in. We're all praying for you, Beck. Hope you start feeling better. But it's been a little while since I called, so I thought I'd just call. It's kind of the off-season, but mountain lion season's open here in western South Dakota. and There hasn't been a lot of snow, but uh, hoping to get out a little more here soon. And the deer starting to drop sheds. Elk are still a couple months away, but it's uh, the January blues for some, but we really enjoy shed hunting, so it's uh, knocking on the door. We usually wait till usually mid-February before we start putting uh, too many miles on. We don't like pressuring those deer, especially before they've dropped and they're 
they're not super uh, healthy this time of year, just fighting to survive through the winter, but it has been a pretty mild winter so far in our neck of the woods. But we're looking forward to getting out there, hitting it. I think uh, most of the country kind of runs hand in hand and the deer dropping sheds January, February, usually all on the ground by March. So if you're looking to get out shed hunting, I would at least try to hit it by March and elk should be dropping by April. But been a while since I called, just thought I'd shoot an update. Good luck to everybody out looking for sheds. And we're all praying for you, Beck. Hey, Travis, thanks so much. Now, if you have a field update, a topic that we should investigate or a tale of your own to share, just send it Beck's way. Send her a text at 305-900-BEND. It's 305-900-2363. You can email her, bendradioshow at gmail.com. I will remind her to check her email, too, by the way. All over social media, she's everywhere on Facebook, Instagram, I think even on TikTok, if I'm not mistaken, at the Ben Show. Now, a huge thank you to everybody who helped out today. First and foremost, everybody for the prayers, the comments, the letters. I mean, there's literally thousands and thousands of y'all out there. We appreciate it so much. For those of you who helped out with the show today, Travis Teal for the field update. Appreciate you. JW for the updates from the SHOT Show and Carolyn Stash from Atlas Tracks. Now, as y'all are making these new memories in 2022 be sure to send those pictures and those videos to rebecca's way she's always got all kinds of different contests that are going on and i swear giving away the ranch before we know it and a reminder that if you missed any episode you can find all of the shows on the website thebenshow.com and be sure to subscribe at your favorite podcast app and we are booking now for the 2022-2023 events as we speak kind of to change things up have us Tigger and Beck to come and help you out at your event. MCs to entertainment, to poetry, you name it. We act as the host couple many times. Want some more details? Again, just email us. I'll remind her to check the email all the time. Let's make your gathering extra special, shall we? Now, a big thank you to all of our partners, Atlas Tracks, Little Rack Taxidermy. We're going to have them on the show coming up here, if I'm not mistaken, in the near future, Heather. Mickey's Mustard, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV, Wablo Creek Outfitters, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV, and the Cowboy Channel. Finally, a big thank you to all you listeners out there. Thanks for coming along with us each and every week as you try to catch Beck if you can. Join us again next week right here, crew, on The Bend. <laughs>